0: Hey, Rob from Foot Traffic Coaching here. We're going to be bringing you some tips and information on the Ironman and Ironman 70.3 races in Taupo. Information on the courses, things to do around town, and interviews with athletes and other people. So, hopefully you will pick up some information that might help you in your training and racing for these great events. So stick around, listen in. I'm just here down at the lakefront at the moment, just down by the swim start. And it's, it's about half past 11, and it's an absolutely beautiful day. If, if race day was like this, uh, you guys have been for a treat. The, the water is dead flat, it's warm, there's um, no wind to speak of at all. So for this time of day, it's, it's, it's fantastic. One thing that I'm seeing at the moment around town is that things are beginning to hype up a little bit. The signage is out, the, the swim course boys are out there, the road closure signs are around. And you just know that we're a few days out from the action. It's, it's, a really, it's a really cool feeling at the moment in Taupo, it's, it's peaceful and quiet, there's not too much hustle and bustle, but you know things are just, just, just building up. The transition is already built, most of the tents around the race headquarters are all set up and people are moving in through the expo and we're beginning to see just the finish line gantry has been put together. So it's a it's a fantastic time. A few athletes arriving. I was down at the I was at the pool this morning doing a swim session. There are a couple of athletes there doing a workout, but still it's uh, still mostly locals. But there's a few tourists that are beginning to turn up. You can tell that people are here for a race. So it's getting more and more exciting. I really enjoy this time of the week. It's peaceful, but it's it's exciting. So hopefully, when you get here, you will have a similar experience. All right. So I'm I'm here with Westy who's stalwart of the Ironman crew. He's the A-Station director. Westy and I met each other in in Kona last year when he was there racing. And I'm just looking at this now on a Tuesday morning before race day. Compare this to what we saw in Kona Tuesday before race day. It's quite different. (laughs) There's literally five people around. (laughs) Not many people walking around in speedos. And it's quite a different scene to what you get in Hawaii, but we quite like this, don't we?
1: It's also about 10 or 12 degrees cooler. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it is. (laughs) Yeah, it is. So it's lovely. So uh, tell us a little bit about what your job entails as you uh, lead them to race day. I mean, A stations, one of the most important parts of the race really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. I organise 15 groups of people. There's five on the bike, plus bike special needs. There's five run aid stations, plus run special needs. And then there's three transition groups that we use, one for the 70.3 and, and two for the, each of the Ironman. So I organise all those groups. And they're all volunteer groups? Yeah, they are all volunteer groups. It's amazing. Yeah. And then we, I also organise getting all the, the boxes of Coke, the, the drink bottles, the cups, the bananas, the gels, the bars, the barley sugars... Plus all the hardware type stuff, you know, all the signage, the the hoses, the water barrels, the trestle tables and also load all that into the box trucks to get it all out to the different stations and stuff like that. And this is all happening in the hours before the race? Yeah, definitely. Up until today, I've kind of actually done a rough count this year actually of how many hours I've worked on it. So far it's about thirty-five hours. And then in the next Sort of three or four days. It'll probably be about another 35 <laughs> hours, and then on race day, it's from about five o'clock in the morning through until about two two thirty in the morning the next morning. Yeah. And then up again at nine to start packing it all away and at the awards lunch this year. But, so, you, yeah. but you do it because you love it. Yeah, I, I do do it because I love it. I love the event. You know, if if I wasn't Well, the reason I got into kind of like a director role is because I had a family. I'd done the race a couple of times before having kids and stuff like that, but as you guys all know, it takes so much time to train. It's not really fair when I've got a a real young family to do that. And then kind of got involved in the directorship and did a few other things like, you know, some ultra-distance running and stuff like that, and then came back to, to Ironman racing last year. And, and yeah, here I am back mm. again in my director role.
0: How many years is this for you for the, as a director for A-stations?
1: I think this might be lucky number 13. Oh, wow.
0: Well. <laughs> so, very experienced. Yeah, very. There
1: isn't too much about the role that I
0: don't know. And one thing that particularly the first-timers will will understand is, and well, the experienced athletes will know already, but the first-timers are going to learn to understand, is that the A-station volunteers, um, you have a unique connection with them. You know, you can have a course marshal where you may see them once very, very quickly. But the A-Station volunteers, you're, you're going to see these people multiple times through the day. Yeah. You'll touch them, they'll touch you, yep. they'll chase after you, yep. they'll cheer for you. You know, they're your biggest fans. And it disturbs me a bit when I see athletes get a little bit upset at the A-Station volunteers. So if you don't get your cup of drink or you don't get the food that you needed, just slow down or go, go back and get it. You know, you're out for a long day, everybody's in the same position, but these guys will work their butts off to, to feed you yep. and water you, yep. so yeah, if it doesn't quite go to plan, don't worry, there's another aid station just down the road.
1: Yeah, I mean on the bike the aid stations are probably about 20 k's apart, Yeah, and you will go past them multiple times, mm. and these guys have been asked to do everything that they possibly can to help you get to the finish line. They're not allowed to jump on your bike and do it for you, of <laughs> course. But um, you know, if, if you do drop a bottle, they will try and get another bottle to you. So just yeah. slow down. Slow down. Let them grab another bottle off the table and and run up to you. And it might take ten seconds out of your day, but you could know, if you miss that drink bottle, it will. You know, you could end up cooking, and yeah. that will cost you dearly later on in the race. And if you aren't
0: going, if you aren't picking up from an a station, and you're on the bike move to the right, stay out of the way because people yep. that'll be on the left um, yeah, will be wanting to get fed. Yep. But yeah, and that, I mean, it's just say thanks as well. I mean it's I've been a volunteer for an A in those stations when the race was in Auckland. I was dotted it for Pretty much every year that the Auckland Ironman was on, yeah. And as a young fellow, I got a real kick out of it, and yeah. I absolutely loved it when the when the athletes would thank me and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that, that's
1: where I started. Yeah, way out in, <laughs> in the <laughs> Waps out at uh, Kawakawa Bay. Oh yeah, in Auckland. <laughs> yeah, at a main station out there.
0: And look at us now. <laughs> We're still doing it. Yeah, haven't
1: aged at all. No. So just just talk us
0: through a few numbers. I mean, how how many people are we going to be seeing lining up on
1: race day? So this year, seventy point three is kicking off first, and I got a message last night saying that the registration number for that is 1197. Wow. Which is the biggest 70.3 field we've ever had here. And for Ironman, we are looking at 1550. So that's also, I think, the biggest Ironman field that we've had this because year Biggest I can well. remember. Yeah. And so. the, thing, the great thing about this course is it can hold
0: that many people, you know. when yeah. We haven't got any tricky loops and out and backs and you know cloverleaf type courses it's it's a straight out and back pretty much.
1: Yeah yeah exactly there might be a little bit of congestion on the run course in particular around the R3 aid station which is the two-way. Is that Rainbow Point? Rainbow Point yeah Rainbow Drive. It's good to be aware of that. And it's also uh, you know a narrow piece of road Mm. but that's the only place that where I can see that there is going to be any issues as far as congestion on the course is yeah, That's the a
0: station that makes much noise anyway, so you want to sort of stick around for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do get into party mode there. It's
1: possibly because they're off sort of like the main road and people yeah. think that they can't be seen and they get dressed up and make noise. and Crazy hipsters. Yeah, yeah exactly. there will be those sweet seven guys. Yeah, you will enjoy it. <laughs> I always enjoy that section
0: of the course. And what do we look at in terms of stuff that's on the course? I mean, we've got
1: bananas. Yeah, yeah. So at the... Aid station in, in T one before the race, it's pretty much just drinks. Yeah. Um, okay. Then, while you're out swimming, those guys will get. This is for the full distance race, the mm-hmm. nine man race. Those guys will get a little bit more stuff out, but realistically speaking, it's it's mainly just drinks, bananas, stuff like that. There. So that'll be ready when you come out of the water. Yep. There's stuff there. Definitely. Cool. Once cool. we get onto the onto the actual bike, all of the aid stations have water, pure electrolyte drink. Right. And there is aid station B3 and B4, which is at Broadlands Road and Tariti Road, and also Broadlands Road, where just outside the Wairake estate mm-hmm. um, offices, those guys have coke available. Okay, which one of those is the drop zone? Uh, that's actually B2, okay. B2. which is okay. Uh, just after the Eye turnaround. Right, okay. Yeah, it's probably about three kilometres back towards town after the So turnaround. that's good
0: to know. If you've got arm warmers or do you want to drop a yep. jacket or anything, that's or where jacket. you can put them off there. Yep. Okay.
1: So food-wise, there are cliff bars yep. this year, and they are not the bite-sized cliff bars that we've had in previous years. They are the the regular size, however, they are going to be cut in half, so cool. they'll probably actually still be around about that bite size Great. thing. There are going to be pure gels on course, and there's also going to be bananas, oranges. You are saying about bananas, they're sort of prepared, ready for you to open? Yep, yep. they'll be full bananas, but we've asked the guys just to put a little nick in the, at the top of the banana, so it's mm. really easy just to peel off. Um, so you don't have to worry about taking both hands off the handlebar and, you know, cool. wrestling with a banana that, you know, then goes squishy <laughs> in your hands and Yeah. Like a so, cartoon. Yeah. And and one
0: thing that we have absolutely no tolerance for is littering. So there's there's yep. clearly designated where the drop zones at start and finish for the A stations. And, yep, Big um, signs. Yep. And if you drop something you get a penalty. And <laughs> if you have a wrapper you need to do something with it, you've got pockets in your suit or you chuck up your short legs
1: or something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll just kick back to Hawaii last year, I ended up riding a couple of times with a water bottle shoved down the front of my right, yeah. race suit simply yeah. because I couldn't fill up my drink bottles on my bike in time before the discard zone ended. And so I ended up shoving it down the front. And to be fair, it actually worked quite well a little bit because it was a quite cold. and yeah, it just you know, chilled me down a little. <laughs> so um, yeah. speaking of which, we're going to be... Chucking ice into the big water containers that we're using out on out on the course So hoping that that's gonna make sure that you guys get cool drinks on the day not you know Sitting there and that's so good in the Sun and stuff like that So we are trying to make it easy for you guys out there. That's great. Portaloos at every aid station? Yep, three loo's at every aid station this year. So it only take 20 cents for Superloo? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't know whether you'd be let in actually. <laughs> no, to you <laughs> But, um, no, there's, there's going to be, uh, yeah, three loo's at every aid station and they're there. Hopefully you get there sooner rather than later because yeah. the um, <laughs> athletes on race days don't tend <laughs> to smell too good at the no. end, but <laughs> it's, it's part of being an athlete. And as things get
0: on through the, later in the evening, do you do you have ponchos and glow sticks? And yeah, yeah, there?
1: yeah we do. The ponchos are given out uh, to anyone who requests them, okay. or if the medical team make a call to say the weather is so bad that we need to have everyone in a, in a poncho, whether it's because of wind or whether it's because of rain. We've had a few of those years, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we have. <laughs> Having said that, the forecast for this year looks pretty oh, darn looks good. immaculate, yeah. yeah. Glow sticks, anyone time. Who, who, <laughs> who is on course after about sort of seven thirty at night may be asked to have a glow stick. That is the race director, Wayne Redden's call. Okay and if he says glow sticks to, to be handed out and you get given one then you have to take one and if you don't that can be a, a disqual just take one yeah just just going back to the aid stations in the run we do have a, a more of a selection of of stuff there we've got potato chips pretzels mini moro bars barley sugars there's going to be a red bull set up at r2 which is on lake terrace by the Taharipa Road intersection. Oh, yeah. yep. They're setting up there this year. So there'll probably be a, a great big boom box thumping, yeah. <laughs> thumping out some sounds there as well. And of course there'll be coke at all of the, the run aid stations. Great. And again, that'll be flattened off. We give the guys big rubbish bins. We put a, a food grade bin liner inside it so it's nice and hygienic. We get them to chuck about four boxes of coke in there at a time. Uh, couple of bags of ice and stir it like crazy for about 10 minutes to, mm-hmm. to try and defizz it before they fill it up into the into the cups yeah which are made of cornstarch yeah it's, it's totally biodegradable be- by the way say, not single-use plastic no definitely <laughs> not definitely Excellent. not and we do recycle <laughs> the coke bottles so <laughs> yeah part of our uh, environment plan good but yeah we will we do try to get everything just Bang on for the athlete. That's so cool.
0: Oh uh, yeah, and the other thing is, there's strict rules around taking aid from people off the course outside the aid station. So if you have a friend who's going to hand you a bottle of beer, okay from finish, <laughs> turn it down, turn it down. That'll be the. <laughs> that'll be your tent, wouldn't it? No. <laughs> don't you got set up about a K no, from the finish line? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't give my beer away though. Party time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. If I could try and give you one, don't take it off me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that is that's quite true, and, and you can't yeah, very. you can't hand anything to people to take for you to the finish
1: line no no there's there are very strict rules about outside assistance and that includes you know food drink um, even clothing shoes yep exactly yeah so those are probably something that that first timers may not be aware of so Mm. it it would pay to to make sure that you're up to date with with those sorts of rules yeah
0: can i just touch on uh, one last thing and so special needs so people Mm. will
1: get special needs on the bike once this is for Iron Man. Yes. Where is that? needs? Uh, yep. You come through town and basically you start riding up Rifle Range Road. Yeah. Which people might recognise on uh, Lake Terrace because it's the one right beside the fire station. Mm. Uh, right where
0: the foot traffic tent is as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <There> we go. <laughs> so as people go up past up Rifle Range Road past the fire station, the first thing they'll come across is Aid Station B five. Mm-hmm and then less than a kilometer up the road is the bike special needs location and if you really want to be specific it's outside number 88 rifle range road if you want to go check that out awesome and there there will be a spotter down the road a little bit and they will try and get your race number yeah if they will radio that through to the tent who will get your your bag of goodies and they will bring it out to the roadside to you Mm then they'll hand it to you. It's up to you whether you want to stop and, and fill up your, your box on your bike with you know gels and bars or your specific drink bottles that you have or whether you want to put some more Vaseline or whatever you want to do mm. and then drop your bag there to one of the the people working there so they can put it in the bin and then carry on up, up on to your second lap of the course. If you're not getting any bike, bike special needs, again, Maybe drift towards the centre line of the, the left hand lane yep. and stay well out of the way of the people who are on the, who will be getting bike special needs. Um, right. Who will be drifting towards the left hand side so they can get their, uh, their I, stuff.
0: I mean, New Zealand bike special needs is world class. I've raced multiple races around the world and special needs has never gone quite as smooth as it has in, in this race. Oh, it is. It's amazing. A shout out I had to, to stop and go back at Kona because <laughs> I got someone else's bag. Oh no! <laughs> but it's funny because you hear your number being called out and you don't think much of it, and next thing you know, there's a bag shoved in front of your face and it's yeah. your bag. So yeah, yeah, just trust the system will work. Yeah. Um, and likewise, on the run, you go past it a few times, but you can only access it once. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, that's correct. It's on uh, lap two, so basically, it's it's the halfway point in the run. Okay. And again, they'll have spotters up the road, and they'll bring your bag out to you. On the side of the road You can stop there They've got chairs there If you want to sit down and Change your socks Yeah or uh, you know you know, Load up on your own Specific type of gel That you've been training with or, or whatever it is And then they've got Cups and drinks there If you need to wash down You know A particular salt tablet Or anything like that That you're taking Yeah
0: you've thought of everything
1: Yeah well you know <laughs> That's the good thing I guess having a, a director That's you know Been involved <laughs> yeah. From a racing perspective yeah. is, is that you know to try to think. Well, if it was me out there, what would I want? What would I need? Yeah. Um, not trying to blow my own horn, but or anything. But it, I think having that perspective actually really helps in, a, in an event like this. Oh, it does. Um, it's huge. Yeah. So you know, again, we just try to make it as as easy for you guys as possible and um, and as painless as possible because you know it's a big day. Everyone's out there for a long time, and it. Um, yeah. And we just try to get you to the finish line.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Well, it's been great to talk. So hopefully we've covered everything. I think we've done right there. But if you have any questions, please just comment where we post this and um, I'll answer what I can. And if I can't answer it, then I'll find out what, from someone else. But yeah, like, like we said earlier, please thank your volunteers. Be nice to them. They love you. They're your biggest fans in the sport. And we want them to be here next year. So give give all the support you can to the volunteers out there. But I wish you all the best for a good day, Wistie. Yeah, thank you. I'll see you throughout the day. Yeah, bounty. Yeah, yeah. Come up and we can have a, we can have some pretzels and a beer at my tent. <laughs> for sure. Sounds like a date. All right, thank you very much. Awesome. Okay, take Cheers. care. Check out our website at foottraffic We have a whole heap of information on there for you to check out about our training plans and we will also put a link to our race training and race tips email series in the show notes so check that out anyway thanks very much